Right, morning of day seven, leaving Pencil. Very, very hot again last night, but we both uh, medicated ourselves slightly. Mm -hmm. I slept like a rock, which is great. So I feel much better this morning than yesterday. It's good. Yeah, I feel fine this one. We've got a bit shorter day today because we walked to Sansol yesterday. So uh, going then, hopefully we've got a bit under 20 kilometers to go. Yep. Um, it's going to be really hot again, so got to make a move. Yeah. Heading to Legrono, right? Heading to Legrono. Cool. Yep. Great. All right. Hi everyone and welcome to Is This The Way, a podcast where we walk the Camino de Santiago. I'm Francesca. And I'm Gavin. And it's day seven and we are one week into the Camino and somehow still alive, <laughs> despite the heat wave. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's funny, even after a week, actually even after a few days, I think we said you kind of feel like you've been doing it forever. Mm. Um, certainly after a week, you feel like you've been walking for a long time, I think, and that this is just the new normal now. Yeah, I think I say it later, but it's kind of like at the start, you feel like it's never going to end. In the middle, you're like, it's never going to end. And then suddenly it's over and you're just like, wait, <laughs> where'd that come from? Yeah, but your feet thank you for it at the end, though. True. So as you heard yesterday, we're absolutely sweltering in San Sol during the heat wave and headed off very early to Legrono. Yeah, and we had a shorter day because we um, went a little bit further the day before to reach Sansol. So we only had a relatively short day today. Guidebook says 20.8 kilometers. We're about 21 kilometers to get to Legrono, so that's about right. It rates at a 2 out of 3 difficulty. I think we probably put it at about a 4 out of 10. It wasn't a particularly difficult day, but then we did have that little bit of head start over people. Yeah, exactly. So I think because we had a shorter day, it was pretty fine for us. Yeah, I, I don't remember it being a very difficult day at all. I remember it being quite pleasant. And then as you kind of get to Legrono as well, I think we kind of come along the river a little bit and cross over the river. It was all just like quite a pleasant day, really. Well, I mean, from quoting from the guidebook, it says, wander through vineyards and fields of golden wheat, visit medieval villages and sample the wine of La Rioja. Yeah, we definitely sampled the wine and we did start to see vineyards along the way. Mm. So... Went from like the odd kind of vines, kind of randomly placed in a bit scrappy and small lots to much more structured kind of vineyards as we're getting into this area. As we get to Legrono, we leave the Navarra region and actually reach the La Rioja region. Yeah, exactly. So this is one of, as we've mentioned at the start, you kind of walk through these different autonomous regions of Spain. So this is the second of maybe five or six that you walk through on the Camino, the La Rioja region. And hopefully you all know it's predominantly known for wine, particularly red wine. Apparently 85% of the grapes that they produce are red wine grapes. And as we found out, and it's very, very important to know this, there are four classifications. Do you remember what the four classifications are? Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. So Rioja is the youngest and aged less than one year. Crianza, or Criantha, is aged at least two years and at least one in oak barrels. And this is one that we tended to try and get above the previous one. Rioja Reserva is at least three years. And Rioja Gran Reserva is at least two years in oak and three years in the bottle. So at least five years old. Ah, so we should go for the Grande wine. <laughs> exactly. So I think we probably sampled all of them and then maybe realized that Cran Crianza, Criantha was a pretty decent cost to taste yeah, it's funny, I'd completely forgotten that. <laughs> well, you remember now? Yeah, now I remember. The region is also known for uh, lots of chorizo, chorizo sausages, spicy sausages, 
and slices of young lamb roasted over a fire or cordero lechal. I don't remember having slices of lamb anywhere or seeing anyone roasting slices of lamb over a fire or seeing roasted slices of lamb on any menus. <laughs> I guess we weren't paying attention. We're also very briefly in this region. I think we're only in it for a day <laughs> and then we cross over into the next autonomous region. Yeah, a couple of days, I think, right? Walking, walking through mm. this area. Yeah. But yeah, lamb wasn't something I noticed, but uh, that would have been tasty if we'd found some. I'm sure there's some around. Yeah, then as we mentioned, we enter Legrono, which is the capital of La Rioja region. And it was such a lovely city, town, whatever you want to call it. A large Yeah, a town, town I think. A yeah. large town, yeah. It was a very pretty town, nice squares, a little bit of greenery, some nice restaurants and cafes and things around. Very pleasant to wander about. Because the town was a bit larger, we were able to stay in a nice hotel uh, with aircon, which was amazing. So it's the Eurostyles Hotel. Yep. And then the lady recommended this Basque restaurant, which we'll bookmark just around the corner. And we ended up eating all of our meals there because the food was so delicious. Yeah, really tasty food and just really friendly service as well. And nice like outdoor seating in the shade. Yeah, it was overlooking the big cathedral. It was kind of like off the side a little bit, so I was overlooking the side wall of the cathedral because those ones on the end, that big like outdoor retablo mm. on the end, and the cafes looking at that were all rammed and not so pleasant. True. And apparently there's an area, a nightlife zone even, with 60 bars and restaurants known as the Elephant Walk because sampling wine in too many of those means that you basically come out walking on all fours. I mean, to be fair, we sampled plenty of wine at our one place, but I think I stumbled home on two feet. Just about. As we mentioned in the afternoon, the lady at the hotel recommended this Delacera ice cream shop, which apparently had the best ice cream in Spain. Mm. And we even have a little video of you tasting it for the first time, which I'm sure you'll post up on our Facebook page. <laughs> maybe, maybe, we'll see. <laughs> what, are you looking pretty, like, unenamored by your ice cream? <laughs> looking exhausted with a face full of ice cream, yeah. I don't know how much people need to see that, we'll see. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that's also probably a point that we have a Facebook page. It's a little bit old school called Is This The Way? And you can see images of our journey and you put a blog up there. Got a bit of discourse going, which is great. And yeah, feel free to post any like questions or anything. And we'll come to those in the next few episodes when I think the walk starts to become a little bit monotonous and then we'll end up talking about a whole bunch of other things. <laughs> Yeah, there's links to the Facebook page from the top of our website at isthistheway.net. Mm. Uh, you can just click through and it's got that bit of extra information on there. Yep, we've had our first troll, had lots of great, lovely people commenting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been quite quite fun to engage with people and talk about the Camino with people. But yeah, Legrono was a nice stop. It was nice to have a, a comfortable room with a, a big modern bathroom and air conditioning. That was very pleasant after a few very warm days. Definitely worth the splurge there. Great. Well, let's see how we got on. Yeah, let's find out. Day seven afternoon, we are sitting in a cafe in Legrono. We had lunch here as well and then walked around and ended up back at the same place because one, it's in the shade, two, it's quiet and three, they actually serve you. Yeah, and it's like delicious food and delicious wine. So we just, today we entered the, well, okay, I'm going to say Rioja region, but we were looking at pronunciations. It may be Rioja, maybe something else, Rioja, but anyone who's from the UK will know Rioja wine and it was two euros a glass and just so delicious. So definitely enjoying sitting here yeah it was really nice and uh, it is 
a little bit cooler sitting here and some shade and a little bit of breeze, even if it's hot breeze, at least the air's moving around. Certainly a little bit better than yesterday, which was just blazing heat and completely still. Yeah, and I mean, I think we've benefited from checking into actually a, a room which has aircon and it makes such a difference. We almost get disorientated because I'm so used to being so hot that I'm sticking to everything. But I don't know what it's like to feel normal um, in aircon again. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of used to being in like either older buildings, mm. be it apartments or the albergues or whatever. It's older rooms, older buildings, big thick stone walls. And now you're back in like a modern hotel for the night. It feels a little bit weird. It almost feels like a regular holiday versus being on the Camino. Yeah, exactly. I think particularly because I mean, I would definitely say Legrono. I'm a big, big fan of this town. It's like a bit posh. Everything's quite nice. It's very, very pleasant. Lots of nice, like, green parks and cafes and everything. Yeah. Of the larger towns we've been to, this has had the best feel so far. But then I think from the Camino perspective, like, my favourite places have been the really small towns where there's actually nothing there except, you know, the albergue way of spending the night, like last night. Yeah, I like the really small towns when there's just a, a cafe or a store that's yeah. doing like coffee and some drinks and things that you can sit in the shade and have that. Yeah. And maybe that's the only thing there aside from where you're staying. And in those little towns, you feel like you're a little bit more away from everything, which is nice. Yeah. But I think we've lucked out making the choice to stop in some of the bigger towns as well because there is a heat wave, it is crazy hot, and in the bigger towns we've tended to get hotel rooms to treat ourselves a little bit in between. Yeah. And that might just work out really well given the temperatures at the moment because they'll generally have air conditioning. Yeah. I mean, didn't you say it was 43 degrees today? Yeah, apparently a top of 43 today. Yeah. Um, it was definitely hotter this morning than it normally is in the morning. Mornings have been like quite cool generally. This morning when we set out at like 7.30, it was already warm. Um, yeah, and we were sweating <laughs> within a few minutes. Yeah. So it was definitely hotter again in the morning than it has been. Yeah. But I think because we had a shorter day, because we did more kilometers yesterday, we got into town a little bit earlier here, and we managed to be out of the heat for the worst of it in the afternoon. Because yesterday, it was like the last, the last couple of kilometers, where we were actually walking along the tarmac road as well, with no shade in the heat, in like 40 plus degrees. Yeah, it was, like, was brutal and then... It was not a smart thing to do. But yeah, I mean, our day was... Uh, I mean, I would say it was like, other than sweating constantly, it was like a pretty chilled walk, actually. It was like our shortest day so far, I think. It's about the same as our walk into Pamplona, but it felt much easier, basically. Yeah. And I don't know if, if that's a bit of conditioning or if it was just an easier walk. But definitely, we, we walked a bit faster and it felt a lot easier today. It really yeah. wasn't a difficult day. A couple of like very pleasant stops as well. So there was this Viana where, you know, it was like, again, these like really like lovely shady little streets with just chairs and like mm. little coffee shops on the side of the path where you can sit and just like rest your feet, have like a cortado for a little while. I mean, as a result, it was just relatively relaxed day, I would say. Yeah, that's our like, late breakfast slash lunch or I guess brunch stop, really. We normally try and stop at around at the first town, which is normally, you know, three to five kilometers, sometimes a little bit more into your morning. So then you've done a little bit of walking and you can stop and like have breakfast. But today the first town was 800 meters away because Sansol and Torres del Rio are twins towns mm. with just a little a little bit of road in between them. And there was a coffee shop just there. And then we thought the next one was about three kilometers on, which was wrong because the next one wasn't a town. It was just a, a lookout on the top of a mountain, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was like an alto de Poya or something, which and we think we think altos are like hills, and we went up a bit of a hill. So Poyo is a chicken. I think so. It was P O Y O, so I don't know if that's the same, yeah, but yeah, no. definitely pronounced the same. Probably chicken. not, but it's pronounced the same. Um, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, hill was... of the chicken was deceptive and did not have a coffee shop. No, nor chicken on it. But yeah, it was it was like. An interesting day there was um like a few notable things like each day you seem to like find something slightly different for the senses so we saw this monk we've seen him a few times actually but again like the monk walking in his full robes, robes yeah. which is just incredible in the baking heat and he's wearing sandals as well and he's been he's kept up with us the whole time so i'm just so impressed every time i see him how well he's doing and then we walked through what this bit that smelt like maple syrup. I don't know what that was all about. No, it's tasty um, though. It really made me want pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe were we near the Mondelez factory at that point? It no, seemed like no, a bit that random, was like a little but... bit out in the middle of nothing. And yeah. then suddenly it smelled really strongly like maple syrup. It was bizarre. Yeah. And we walked through in one of the shady spots. This guy had taken his guitar out and he was playing like the that Hallelujah song that I know from the OC. If you said you know it from somewhere else. I'm pretty sure it's from Shrek that I know it. Okay. It's just nice to see, hear, smell these random things each day. We also got a stamp from this lady on the way into Legrono, who apparently is like basically part of this like dynasty of stamp givers. So she has her table set up and she was saying that her mother, her grandmother and her great grandmother were all manning this table at one point in the past. So there was a little like memorial sign to the great great grandmother. She was born in 1910. So it's literally like, you know, over a hundred years, what, a hundred years about of them providing these stamps, which is really lovely. Yeah, what was it? There's figs, love and water or something? Yeah, figs, water and love, yeah. like is the motto, <laughs> which is very cool. Yeah, we saw the, the fig trees are there outside the house as well, unfortunately, a little bit early in the year. Yeah. But you can see the figs growing. I presume when they're in season, you can either buy or they give away free yeah. gigs, which would be nice. There's definitely an incentive, I think, for doing this a bit later in the year, including having uh, some like more ripe fruit around because there are all these incredible vines with grapes on them, but they're all too small to taste, unfortunately. Um, no, they look pretty though. Like, yeah, some of those, great. some of the grapevines have so many grapes on them. I've never seen it anything huge, like that. Huge, huge <laughs> clusters of grapes. And that was just grapevines as far as you could see on both sides of the road coming into Legrono. Oh, it was a really, really pleasant, lovely walk today, actually. Those were some of the highlights, I think. We're about to try the, supposedly the best Alados in, in Spain. In the known universe, according to our hotel reception. So we'll see if that's accurate or not. But actually, uh, the other thing was we walked past that cemetery and there was like the nice quote that you had. In the guidebook, it said there's meant to be this quote on the gate or on the walls of the cemetery of what you are, I once was, what I am, you will be. Mm. That's quite profound, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So I guess we all kind of know that. <laughs> yeah, we know it. But, but uh, I guess when you see it <laughs> interesting quote on a grave, to put on the cemetery. I like the, the quote for sure. And then I guess the only other thing I was sort of thinking about today a little bit was we've like really stripped life back into the most simplest of elements walking eating sleeping repeat <laughs> but I guess it's something that how long would that like satisfy you for probably not forever certainly satisfying me at the moment I'm really really enjoying it yeah but I guess it's not practical to to live that way indefinitely I don't think it's something you'd well it's, it's not something I'd want to do forever it's, it does make you think about like how you could live a simpler life and yeah. maybe prioritize different things and it's brilliant for now I think it's certainly something that we would do again in the future as well I think you get a lot of this from not shipping big bags ahead and then having like suitcases arrive at each stop for you and some of the 
conveniences that are there. By just having to carry everything that you have for these six weeks, you realize that that's pretty much everything that you need to live. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I had to make, you know, I've had to make a few sacrifices. My hair is so tangled and bedraggled. Other than that, really not much. <laughs> not really. And then we've lost, we've left behind like a lot of stuff that, you know, like lots of, you know, supplements and vitamins and things like that, that we were taking. We just don't take and I've been fine. Yeah, no, I have as well, but I guess I've been feeling better than I have for a while. Yeah, but then we've been saying, like, we normally get headaches all the time, and we haven't had any while we've been on this, so I'm feeling so much better than I have in, in a long time by doing this. I think it just shows you how much stress can cause, like, tension, can cause headaches and things yeah, like that. Yeah, stress, and then just the way that we live our lives, right? Like, sitting at a desk all day and all that sort of thing. Like, yeah. we're now on our feet all the time. It's just totally different. I guess it's like the way that we were supposed to live. Whereas here, you literally need to walk to the next town and, and to eat, have a nap, to sleep. <laughs> which is obviously quite relaxing. Just, yeah, like you say, neither of us in a week now have had any headaches or anything like that. And we probably should have, considering we've been walking through a heat wave, probably getting dehydrated. And because it's right at the start as well, we're not really conditioned for doing everyday long walking. But we're both been completely fine and actually feeling like a lot better than what we were. We're like yeah. seven days in now and just can't wait for the rest of it. I'm just really, really enjoying Enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. Now we should go and get uh, ice cream though because it's hot. Yeah, I'm sticking to the chair, so it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go and get the best ice cream or Elados in the known universe according to our hotel reception. Alright. Alright. Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Is This the Way? and have taken away some inspiration and ideas about how you might approach the Camino. If you'd like to get in touch or find some more information about each episode, head over to our website, isthistheway.net. Buon Camino!